triggered. You're offended at your own business. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Xiaxue No Filter where I chat with you guys about the hot topics that have been going around both locally and globally and I guess it's been quite long since I last did a podcast and yeah, miss doing it lah. Okay, so let's get started now. So the first topic that we are going to be talking about is the Nian Poly peeing uh, video, right? So a lot of people are talking about this. Um, yeah, someone first sent it to me and then she said, oh my god, what do you think about this? It's so horrible. And then in the video, right, you see kind of like a situation where it's like a group of boys. They were all inside a toilet like a shower room yeah a shower room I guess yeah so there were two boys they're fully naked um, you can't see their face I guess they were like facing the wall and they were like kneeling down or like you're squatting down and then a few other boys who are wearing clothes are, are peeing on these two boys uh, which is really gross and then uh, there, there were a lot of boys just kind of shouting in the background you know like saying you know gonna pee on his head uh, say you know don't turn on the shower you're not allowed to shower and the uh, the video really like went viral because a lot of netizens thought that it was a, an act of bullying la. so when I first saw the video I also thought it looked really mean but I couldn't make like you know head or tail of the video because it just looks like I couldn't tell like, whether it's bullying or not bullying or whether it was a hazing thing or, you know, whatever. So I didn't say anything about it because I just felt like this is not the kind of thing that you should really comment about without knowing exactly what is going on. Like, it could be just a dare. Like, maybe they lost a game or, like, maybe they agreed to it. Like, I don't know, right? So I just didn't say anything about it. But I was quite surprised that a lot of people really were very, very outraged by it and saying that it's an act of bullying. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'm glad I didn't say anything about it because apparently one of the victims came out to say that I mean one of the victims as in one of the boys who was squatting down uh, who was being peed on he came out to say that it was actually a consensual act and it does not constitute bullying and he describes it as like mindless fun and he asked the netizens to chill out and stop posting that video okay so yeah I guess um, my thoughts about this is that you know after this I, I found it very amusing right because on woke twitter like people are like scolding the boys non-stop for like you know being bullies and everything and then after that when the victim came out to say it was it was consensual right they were just like oh guys stop posting the video you know like uh because the victim doesn't want us to post it anymore and you know in fact actually if the peeing is not bullying right you posting the video and making it go viral and making his identity known to everyone that is the part that is actually bullying what because why would anyone want the whole world to know that he's being peed on like and then now they are like saying oh you know we are anti-bullying uh, actually you are being the bully in this situation or like didn't you think about it before you post the video that maybe the guy who was peed on does not want you to post his video have you thought about that? And then like now that you have made him known to the whole world, you are trying to like go on your high horse and say, oh, don't bully people. Like, uh, okay, like I think, right, that you are not anti-bullying at all. In fact, I think that you are just using this incident to come out and act like you are like super, uh, you know, 
like a very noble person who doesn't uh you know consent about bullying i mean not consent like you doesn't you don't agree with bullying and that you're anti-bullying and you're such a good person because you're standing up for the good thing but actually you're doing a really bad thing so yeah i guess that's my thoughts and also nian Polly came out to uh talk about it and said that they were investigate i think um yeah but regarding this kind of like you know hazing traditions i guess like i've seen like way worse like you know american uh fraternities they do like this kind of things as well lah. so i don't know like i guess it's probably kind of mean but if it is you know a thing where the victim says that he agreed to it maybe it's a game that he lost whoever lost will have to suffer the same fate you know so i i don't know i think boys who are young just like to do this kind of stupid things so i don't really think that much about it but i do think that if you're going to be doing this kind of stupid things right then don't go and film it lah and, and like you know and especially don't go and share it lah by stupid or what yeah so that's my thoughts about this So the next topic we're going to be talking about is about Dana Teo. And I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It apparently went quite viral in Singapore. So what happened was a student named Dana Teo, who was from NUS, um, she wrote an essay for an assignment. And because her lecturer, who is uh, Bertha Hansen, uh, actually found that the essay was quite good, uh, well written. She actually published it on Today newspaper with Dana's permission. So a lot of people started talking about the article because I guess, you know, the title is called Gen Y Speaks. This is why I don't want to be woke. Don't cancel me for it. And ironically, I guess they are trying to cancel her for it. So when I first read the article, I didn't think much about it. Somebody sent me the article like because I guess, you know, I'm quite like outspoken about how I'm against woke culture. Um, I read it, I was just like, huh, what is this vanilla crap? You know, like, I didn't find it offensive in the least. Like, in fact, I found that Dana was still a little bit woke, especially the front part where she's talking about how um, she thinks that we should ban certain words. The first part of the article, right, she said, okay, I'm just going to like quote the whole thing. There are some aspects of the woke movement I genuinely applaud. For example, cancelling slurs like slut, faggot, and tranny. Language shapes how we think and sub- consequently how societies function. In cancelling words and phrases that perpetuate negative stereotypes. Women should not be sexually promiscuous. Being gay or transgender is derogable. Is there such a word? Okay. I believe we are making the world a better place. Okay. Like, the first thing I read, right, when I saw this, I was just like, you are a fucking idiot. Like, that's why I thought, right? It just sounded so freaking woke. Like, how can you cancel words? These people are so dumb. Like, if you keep cancelling words, right, then how can we even function? Like, words exist for a reason you you just can't like have a blanket ban on certain words like for example like the word ugly will also hurt a lot of people's feelings are we not allowed to say the word ugly from now on how about the word fat are we not allowed to say it from now on i mean it's just (laughs) you know like there was once right i wrote a comment on instagram right and like it was about my friend's baby okay and i was like oh my god the thigh so fat fat so cute that is exactly what i wrote and I got a warning from Instagram who deleted that comment and said that it is hate speech, okay? Like, because it contained the word fat, leh. Like, I'm just like, what the flying fuck? Like, seriously? So, yeah, I just like, uh, anyway, I don't want to expand too much into this thing, lah, okay? But I, I personally am, like, terribly against this idea that we should cancel certain words um, because they are considered hurtful to people. Like, if someone is a slut, they are just a slut, lah. If someone is faculty, they just are, lah. Like, I mean, like, then how? Then why are you going to call them, like... You get what I mean? Like, I guess uh, a girl who fucks around a lot. See, that is just tiresome, okay? Because you can just summarize it with one word, slut. 
And it's so nice. I love the word slut. It's one of my favorite words. Okay, like, yeah. So I don't think we should be canceling words. I think that even if we cancel the words, people will use other phrases in a longer way to mean the same thing if they want to hurt you. So even if you cancel the word, there's no point to it. I mean, it's just stupid, okay? So anyway, I, I read her article. I was just like, Ugh, the front part is so terrible, okay? And then after that, she goes on to, uh, let me see, uh, I cannot get on board with the cancelling of people and organisations for believing or saying something that opposes the woke stance. And she goes on to talk about JK Rowling, right? Um, yeah, so after that, I just, I, anyway, I just read the whole article. I was just like, oh, okay, law. it's very, it's very vanilla. La. It doesn't, it's like, um, you know how, how like uh, people say that like one day you just open your eyes, like you are just, most people are just floating along. They don't care about work or not work, right? But one day when you notice it, right, then you are just like, oh my God, this movement is actually not only not good, it's actually harmful to society and it is, uh, it's going to get worse and worse. And the, the longer we let it go on, the more it will actually hurt our lives, right? So most people just suddenly wake up to that idea, right? And I feel when I read this article, I felt like Dana was at the tip of the iceberg. Like she just, she had just started realizing how bad it is, right? And soon, she will do more research on the banning of words and stuff like that and, and then she's going to take a more extreme stance which is, I guess, where I am right now. Um, Yeah, so when I read it, I didn't feel that it was anything and I didn't feel that it was going to go viral or anything but to my surprise, oh my god, it like really went very viral. Like all of Singapore's like progressive uh, activists, they were all talking about it and how they were super offended uh, by her and I guess that the segment that they felt was wrong was when she talked about transgenderism. So Dana talked about how, you know, she's pretty ignorant when it comes to trans issues and stuff like that. Um, in fact, she spent uh, three different paragraphs talking about how she doesn't fully comprehend the trans experience. She says that she would like to know more, uh, but even asking questions is considered not being woke enough. So she said this, I still get weirded out by photos of post-op bodies and still struggle with the argument that trans children should be given hormone blockers. Yeah, so she said, however, I would like to know what someone else who may be very different from me thinks about an, an issue as novel as trans rights and transphobia, someone who's trans maybe. Uh, okay, so mm, I, I don't know what is particularly so wrong about this. I guess it's a little bit insensitive of her to say that, you know, she's like weirded out by photos of post-op bodies, but... My question is, who isn't weirded out by it? Ah? Like, I mean, the first time you see a, a body that has been, you know, went through surgery and been cut up and sewn back together, wouldn't anybody be kind of weirded out by it? I don't know. I mean, weirded out is not really that strong of a word. I mean, if she said grossed out, then maybe it's kind of like mean. Lah. But even then, I think... You cannot stop people from being weirded out by things. What? Like, I'm also grossed out by, like, the idea of my parents having sex. Doesn't mean it's wrong. I'm just grossed out by it. It's just... Mm, I don't know. I, I think that it's like, even if you don't say it out loud, I think that most people will still feel weirded out by it. And I think that most normal trans people will still agree with me that with the first time that they themselves have Googled like how a post-op body looks like, they probably are just like, oh no, like it looks like that, you know? Especially with open wounds and stuff like that, it can get really scary. So I think that there's nothing really wrong with saying that you're weirded out by it. And anyway, she has already cushioned it by saying that she would like to know how a trans person feels about this or somebody else who knows more about trans um, issues, I guess, who is more, maybe more, I don't know, 
more open-minded than her, I guess, thinks about it. She wants to learn. So I, I don't see what is wrong with saying this. And also she's saying that she's struggling with the argument that trans children should be given like hormone blockers. I think that this is not an issue that is... um controversial at all. I think that most people are still struggling with the argument on whether if you are a child, you should be given hormone blockers lah. Like, why is this even controversial? I don't get it eh. I really don't get why they're trying to cancel her. I, I think that it's just cause, right, like recently there has been like no like sound or like nobody's talking about these issues recently so they are like full outgoing like all the claws are out on this Dana Teo person because she said the mildest most vanilla anti-woke thing um yeah I guess people are also upset that it's actually published on a national newspaper maybe but it is you know published in a as a commentary so I think that there's nothing wrong with it but yeah, I, I don't know. I think this Dana very, very poor thing. Lah, because like, why suddenly Kana like that when she's saying the most mild things? And anyway, people cancelling her, right? I tell you, right? It's going to push her to be way more extreme. Uh, maybe online, she's going to be like, guys, I read all your comments and um, I'm going to learn from it and stuff like that. But inside her heart, she's going to be like, fuck you all fucking idiots. But overall, I'm quite surprised that someone who's still a student, and I guess she's quite young, right? Like, you know, I guess 20 plus, early 20s, would come out and say something like this because her peers probably, like, she knows that people are going to cancel her for it because the young people are all Sun Jinping, right? So, yeah, but I, I do think that most people, young people, actually think like her. But it's just that they would never, uh, they're probably smart enough to not talk about it too much. But I guess this Dana person doesn't, Um, you know, like, she's not, like, a popular person who has like gone through being cancelled or like whatever so she probably thinks that it's fine because most people agree with her most people would agree with her right and plus she has questioned it so many times by talking about how she's ignorant and therefore she wants to learn and stuff like that which is actually what the work crowd loves to hear la. they're always like oh educate yourself you know like so yeah um, I, I guess you know now she knows that yeah how intolerant the work crowd are Next up, we're going to be talking about fat phobia and um, somebody named Hiroshi Sasaki, who is the Olympic Games creative director, suggested that Japanese celebrity Naomi Watanabe would uh, should perform a uh, dress as a pig named... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> named... Ol- I didn't mean to laugh, but it's kind of funny, okay? Dress as a pig named Olympic during... <laughs> you think he's very punny. Olympic... <laughs> Olympic during the Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony. Okay, and he actually suggested this uh, idea during a closed door meeting with his fellow game planners. Okay, um, and it was not like you know he said it to her face or anything like that. It was just an idea that he sort of bounced around la. And because somebody leaked this information out, uh, this guy Hiroshi, sorry, Olympic. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yes. Hiroshi actually resigned from his position. And in response, uh, Naomi Watanabe, Watanabe, uh, she said, to be honest, I'm surprised. I, I hope for a more fun and harmonious world in which we can all respect each other and our unique ways of thinking. Right. So, um, I guess it is kind of like derogatory to dress somebody as a pig lah, you know, like I can see why it's very hurtful. But at the same time, I guess when you are brainstorming ideas in a closed door situation, you won't think so much about being sensitive or not sensitive, right? You're just bouncing off ideas and people always say that there's no bad ideas. Everyone just say your ideas, right? So I don't know. 
I guess he just mindlessly said this without thinking too much about it. Lah. And I agree that it's probably a really quite a bad idea because Olympics is something that's very serious, right? And then it also represents the country and you shouldn't have somebody who's from your country dressed up as a pig. Lah. Yeah, so um, I can see why that is insensitive. I agree that it's insensitive, but I do think that it's a bit, it's a bit ridiculous that he should have to resign from his position just because he came up with an idea that didn't even go through. So yeah, and another thing that I guess people are talking about is that Naomi Watanabe has always been very open about being plus size. In fact, I'll go so far as to say, right, that she has profited off being plus size by being a very comedic um, character, kind of like how Jack Black is, you know, and I don't know if she's offended by the comment and I think that also the context of it being said is important, like, you know, how he said it and how his idea idea was supposed to be like was it supposed to be something that was derogatory um i don't think that he would deliberately want to shame her on something as important as the olympic games i think he genuinely thought that it would be something that would be funny and entertaining to people watching it lah i guess maybe he didn't think about her feelings when she he said it either um yeah so i don't know whether she's offended by the comment but i guess maybe if i'm her i'll also be quite offended lah you know like you can think that it's funny that you know i'm fat like um but maybe don't make me dress up as a pig yeah, so, but I think that it's kind of like double standards a little bit, you know, like, cause I think nowadays, like, people are very sensitive about this fat phobia thing, and um, the idea that fat people are funny is somehow not really acceptable anymore, especially when it comes to women, Um, but somehow when it comes to men, like, fat men being funny, that's still okay, like, I don't know what is with the double standards here, like, maybe because women are a bit more sensitive about such things, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> Hope for <laughs> sorry, Olympic. I'm still very bemused by it. It's quite funny, ah. You have to give it to him, lah. The word Olympic is quite funny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I didn't mean to be insensitive, okay? Sorry. But it's just it's just punny, it's just punny, okay? Okay, we're going on to our next topic and people are cancelling, yes, poker cards. <laughs> So somebody named Mayan Seagull, Seagull, I don't know how to pronounce it, okay, anyway, this Mayan woman, she is only 16 years old and she released a set of gender-neutral poker cards and has now sold over 50,000 decks of these cards uh, since then. So I guess there are 50,000 crazy people in the world. So her reason for designing this deck of cards, uh, wait for it, is because she thinks that, you know, in the normal poker cards, right, there isn't a diversified representation of ethnicities, okay? Like, it actually doesn't exist. And then she says that it doesn't represent the world, uh, the people of the world as we are, and that, you know, why should the queen card be worth less than the king card? Yeah. So in her deck of cards, she now has the monarch card, which is represented by an M, and it can be either male or female, there's both, and the queen is like, oh, looks like a, a person of color i guess and then the the man is like a white guy yeah cancel him so yeah so it has been replaced and then the duchess of duke cards uh which is represented by the word d will now replace the queen cards and the prince or princess cards will then replace the j the jack cards la. yeah and then somehow in her deck of cards right only the women are like people of color then the the like the males are always like white. I don't know what's up with that. Anyway, where's the Asian. huh? Nali. Princess. Oh, 
<laughs> sorry, sorry. I said wrongly. The prince is Asian, apparently. Now I'm looking at it. Hey, cancel this woman. Why is it the Asian must look like this? Jibai. Huh? With the squinty eyes and everything. <laughs> He looks like a freaking like caricature. You know, last time, right? The like the Asian like emoji also like people try to cancel it because got squinty eyes and a like little goatee. Then people say that it's like racist, so they now changed it already. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it does look like a quintessential Chinese person, lah. I guess it looks like Vanessa Wu actually. <laughs> okay, so I don't know, lah. I think like nowadays people are really still ting tong, lah. Okay, like poker cards have been around for so long, and then when I first saw the cards, I was like, what the fuck is this D M and P rubbish, right? I don't know. Anyway, like. Like, poker cards have been around for so long already, then now that you suddenly talk about this thing, and it's very stupid lah. Then, the, the worst thing about this is that these people, right, who are very, um, they are all like, all oh, about equality and everything, right? Like, you know, why should the queen be worth less than the king? Okay, then why is the duchess worth less than the monarch? Like, um, shouldn't you be against the whole idea of monarchy in the first place? Then why are you going to put it there? Then how are you going to ever have any hierarchy in the cards? Like, I mean, why is the the princess worth less than the duchess doesn't make any sense wah. then now you are like you're still having a hierarchy right and then you want to talk about representation okay sure now you have all the races in there uh but how about like gay people i don't see any flaming gay monarch why should the monarch be straight hmm? he looks very straight why doesn't he uh where's the trans people hmm? where's the fat people where's the midgets you know, where's the children? Where's the old people? Okay, I guess the monarch looks quite old, but yeah. I mean, like, then, where's the handicapped people? You know, you will never, like, finish lah, this kind of, like, comparison, right? So, even then, if you want to talk about how the original set of poker cards should be cancelled, then I think that your set should also be cancelled, right? Because there is still a hierarchy, and why are you suggesting that, you know, somebody who is at the top of the hierarchy, which is the monarch, is always the most powerful one? And then, like, you know, why don't you just come up with... uh? a king card that doesn't have a human in it law, I guess you know because it comes out to like how many how many are 10 already then then become jack right then jack just be 11 law. then queen just be uh, 12 law. then I guess king can be 13 law. then ace is the biggest law, right it doesn't make any sense uh, yeah. stupid lah I can't believe like 50,000 people want to buy this bullshit stupid the thing to note about this is that somebody who is 16 years old is smart enough to you know make use of work culture to earn money off this and the thing is that she's against like inequality right but the thing is that now she has unequal wealth because she's on top now because she's earning so much money off this hmm very very smart playing their own game against them. Next time, I must also do the same thing. I'll come out and say that I'm a changed person and uh, I'll find something to cancel and then come out with a new woke version of it and then the woke idiots will go and buy it. Yeah, so smart. Very clever girl. Alright, next topic we're going to be talking about is that of um, someone named Tuan Meiyue and she claims that her likeness has been stolen uh, by an artist and used to profit the artist, right? So the story goes, Tuan Meiyue, who's a Singaporean model who's 22 years old, uh, she actually took a photo with a photographer and uh, an artist named Alison Lowe liked that photograph a lot, I guess. In This is in 2017. And she drew... Um, a portrait of the photo? Yes, I think that's what happened. Okay, so that portrait did really well for Alison Lowe and now in 2020, um, Tuan Meiyue has realised that, you know, this portrait, I guess, uh, which is titled Weight of Longing, is now sold on her online store where it is um, $2,995 and used as the cover of the third edition of the best-selling Ministry of Moral Panic by renowned local author Amanda Lee Ko. Right. Yes, so... 
And also, um, variations of it also appeared on installations exhibited in January and printed on tote bags and uh, pendants that are sold by the clothing store Love Bonito. So what happened is this Mei Yue model girl reached out in January just after the exhibition opened and she asked for an unspecified specified sum in compensation. And then uh, Alison Lowe said that those uh, demands escalated to include a public apology, removal of all related artworks and all related income generated, right? So um, Lowe then seeked legal advice and found that these demands were made with no legal basis. So she didn't give in and she just uh, ignored this uh, Tuan Meiyue person. Ah, and told, in fact, actually, I think at first she replied Tuan Meiyue to say that, uh, okay, she will consult a lawyer and then maybe she will compensate some money or something like that. And then after that, when she consulted a lawyer, she told Tuan Meiyue that, you know, I consulted a lawyer and I'm not going to give in to your demands. Lah. And then what happened is this Tuan Meiyue person then took to social media to call out Low for her unethical practice that has violated and exploited her likeness. And to sum it all up, Alison Low, the artist, said that in spite of everything, I still believe that social media and the creative community is a place where we can continue to learn. Oh, I'm so tired of all these statements. Meet new people, grow and share ideas. I want to emphasize that I'm open to engaging with Meiyue when the time is right. Yeah, so it is ridiculous. That's what my thoughts about this is. I don't know why this Tuan Meiyue person thinks that she has any rights whatsoever to get any money off this Alison Low. Like, because, just because somebody drew your photo, like, mm, I mean, I guess like the online community is actually quite like for Meiyue. Like they think that she should be compensated and, um, you know, her likeness shouldn't be used. But like my question is, why can't an artist just draw whatever the fuck he wants? The idea that this painting is sold because of Meiyue's likeness is, is really great, right? Like you don't know whether it is the artist painting, like the skills, right? And the talent of the artist that actually sold the paintings or is it her face itself? Because if we had just a photo of this Meiyue person, right? Uh, it's clearly not selling what? I mean, she has so many photos. Nobody like want to buy her photos, right? Like, I mean, like, I guess people do lah because she's a model, but it's not like sold for the price of like, you know, nearly $3,000 because simply because it's not an artwork. Like, I mean, I guess a photograph is still an artwork, but it's not, it's only worth that value because the artist added his own like, talent to it like, for drawing her, right? And I think that people are allowed to just draw whatever the fuck they think is inspirational. Lah. Like, you know, when I went to uh, this uh, artistic, right, like to draw a portrait, right, I also drew a girl that was just a girl that I found on Instagram. Oh, I need to pay her money, man. I guess if I, you know, sold that painting, now I need to pay her money. Like, why? It's my painting that is like, being so wow, it's my talent, it's my artwork. Wow. I don't I don't see why she deserves to have any money. But I think that, you know, the thing that this Alison girl did wrongly, right, is that, right, in the first place, why you go and tell this Meiyue person, okay, yeah, sure, maybe I will give you some money. Like, you shouldn't even have talked to her. You should have just talked to a lawyer in the first place. And then a lawyer told her, like, oh, no legal basis, right? Then just ignore her. Like, you know, and I guess, like, this girl is just very tulana. Like, she's not getting a share of the pie, right? Like, she wants some money out of it, seeing that somebody made money off her face. But the thing is that you see so many people also draw, like, the queen and print on stuff, right? They draw, uh, I don't know, other iconic people. Who are iconic people? Like, Beyonce or, like, Kate Moss. This kind of thing. Like, people draw all these, like, famous celebrities all the time and print it on stuff. So, why cannot? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the moral thing behind it. I guess maybe there is some legal issue to drawing somebody's likeness and making money off it. But 
I don't know. I, I don't think so. Like tomorrow, if I draw a painting of Jay Chow and a Jay Chow fan buys it, right? Must I pay Jay Chow? I don't think so. Like, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I guess uh, this Mei Yue person is just selling Tong. And then like, she's very irritating about it. Lah. She's very preachy. And like, you know, oh, you're exploiting me and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah. I tell you, I listen low. Now you need to learn from this. Now you understand, right? Once you are rich, everybody wants a share of the pie. That's why lah. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have like, you just like be nice to her in the first place. You just ignore her in the first place. Then none of this shit will happen because then she wouldn't be like so greedy, right? After that, she still want apology. Why must apologize? I draw you also wrong, man. Xiao. Then like now she wants like all of these things all like taken down. How to take down? Sentinping ah. Anyway, if I'm this Alison, right, I'll just change a little bit, lor. I'll just make her nose a little bit more pointy. Then after I'll go and continue selling these things and say that it's not her. Ha ha ha. Fuck you. I just want to say right now, I was sharing this with my um group of friends, and one of them was just like very, very angry with this Mayu person, and she like just ranted non-stop about how this Mayu person is very ugly and like I, she doesn't understand why uh she's even being like a model or that she's so fucking cowpe. And then another friend of mine said that uh this Mayu girl looked like you know she got stomped in the face, like which I think is kind of true, like she looks a bit like you know, like a Persian cat, I guess. I do think that she has that kind of face, right, that will translate really well to, you know, those Tumblr-style artwork. Like, you know how they draw those, like, very, a bit whimsical, then the eyes a bit far apart, nose very flat, very typical Asian face kind of, like, picture, I guess. People always draw that kind of thing, and she really, really looks like that kind of girl, lah. So, yeah, I guess kudos to her. Maybe she'll be a very popular model from now on. Anyway, if I'm this major person, right, honestly speaking, uh, if somebody used my likeness, right, and it became a famous artwork, right, I will be, like, really, really proud of it, lah. I'll just be like, oh my god, do you know that I'm the muse? Like, <laughs> I've always wanted to tell people that I'm a muse, yeah. So, I'm the muse for that, that, that portrait. Isn't that cool? Like, and then I will just go ahead and, like, ask more people to pay me and then I'll sell my own things all like maybe I'll ask those uh, commission artists to paint me and then I'll also go and sell right not like yeah so I, I wouldn't be so upset about it I don't think so anyway who want to paint me you faster go and paint okay I'm very open to it yeah, at least I want to paint me free one I promise I don't charge you any money okay Okay, to wrap up my podcast today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my Megan Marker commentary video. So I, if you guys didn't know, please go and watch it. A lot of people have asked me to do a reaction video to the Megan Marker uh, interview with Oprah. And so I did. And it's a 40 minute long uh, little like a uh, video where, okay, I guess it's not a little video. It's a 40 minute long video where I sort of react uh, as I watch the interview. So it has been trending on YouTube for a while and um, it's only been like five days and it's really got like a hundred. 127k views so I'm pretty pleased with the results and I'm really surprised because the video did uh, quite well in a sense that like most people agreed with the video I'm I'm quite shocked lah I guess you know a lot of people actually hate Megan Marker and or maybe my audience are just that kind of people who hate Megan Marker uh, but yeah I thought that there will be more backlash to the video because I was super biased against her and um, actually there's not much like yeah and I think that you know maybe because a lot of uh, the people who uh, see my YouTube channel I guess they maybe are like Asians and I think Asians just really really don't like her because Asians just have this sense of like being more dutiful I guess you know there are certain things that you just have to do like if you are in a certain role right as a mom you should be a certain way as a as a as a how you should be a certain way towards your parents like you should be take care of them when they're old you know these are all the things that like Asians value but 
people like Americans, they really value a lot more on individualism. So they don't really care so much about all these things that we have to do. They're always like, oh, it's a me, 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 me. It's about my rights, my freedom, my liberty. So they are just like, I, I guess they are for Megan Marco because she's stood up for, you know, her life should be, I guess, instead of just dutifully following royal protocol about how her, how they think her life should be as a duchess. What's surprising to me is that there is quite a lot of uh, Americans who actually watched the video and agreed with me too. So maybe my thoughts on Americans aren't that accurate. Uh, but I do see on woke Twitter that, not even woke Twitter, like just Twitter in general, most people seem to like Meghan Markle. So this really just goes to show you, right, that Twitter is the scum of the universe. Like, all the worst people are gathered there. So people on YouTube, not so bad. <laughs> and people on Spotify cannot reply me. <laughs> okay, so yeah, and a little, little bit of update uh, since the video was published. I think most people also know this, that uh, ITV Good Morning Britain host, Piers Morgan, who has been a host on this like uh, morning news show for the longest time, he actually resigned from his position. I think it's more like fired actually because people were like saying that he was bullying Meghan Markle uh, because he didn't believe that she was suicidal, I guess. Um, he actually had to resign from his job and which is really sad because there was like only like 40,000 people who signed a petition to ask him to resign and like I guess he did lah and then I, I, actually I think he was fired lah not resigned but like they officially said he's resigned and then there was a petition of like 200 over 1,000 people who asked him to be reinstated and like they didn't like reinstate him. Like, huh? Why should you listen to the minority? It doesn't make any sense, what? And anyway, he is the star of that show. Like, you know, I watched so many video clips of Good Morning Britain and the other host is just fucking useless. Nobody cares what she she says. Like, she's just like sitting down there and making all these very neutral statements. And Piers Morgan is the absolute star of the show. And after he left, right, the viewers should drop like mad. And it really fucking serves them right lah. Because why would anyone want to listen to like politically correct, like nonsense all the time yeah but good news for Piers Morgan is that his book actually uh, got up to the number one position and in the bestsellers list so I hope that some other TV show will get him to go on it soon maybe uh, they really should because I think that he's really quite a good debater and it's great to listen to his point of view although there are certain things that I don't agree with him on um, but you know I think he just expresses himself really well and he's like very very smart and super eloquent uh. yeah so I guess this concludes the whole Megan Marco thing guys go watch the video because it took a very long time for my producer to edit it because it's so long yep so I guess this concludes my podcast and I'll see you guys next time and uh, don't forget to follow is it on Spotify is it follow yeah and subscribe to me on YouTube also okay yeah, just follow me everywhere, okay? Thank you very much. Bye.